I'm Lynn Knight. My name is Toby Rudolph. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? We are, we are stuck in the middle. I stuck in the middle podcast. It's the shit. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're an idiot for not watching it. Welcome to another episode of Stuck in the Middle with my good friend Toby, Tobias, Eric Rudolph, and a special guest, Denon, the People's Beak, Kemp. Round of applause to Denon Kemp. Yes, Thanks, just a bloke in the bar. Thanks for having me, boys. What a setup. What uh, a setup. We did nothing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, no, it's all ours. We, we built yeah, it. Yeah, obviously, we built it from scratch. Yeah. Um, doing so. better than I was doing. I yeah. was doing it from my lounge room with like these two media pop-up walls that you would Velcro material yeah. onto. And so on the camera, it looked like a real wall, but really it was just material. So when you first started, like... How long were you doing the, your podcast for before it became the second best podcast in Australia? Behind ours, obviously. <laughs> it was the best for a bit until you started. I, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, look, it was okay. bound to happen eventually. Well, like, you know, everyone, you can't stay at the top for too long, but um, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for warming up the throne for us to come on in. And, <laughs> and Boys, uh, we appreciate you yeah. paving that way as yeah. the, the, the first pioneer rugby league podcast. If there's two blokes I'd like to replace me, it's you two. Yeah. Aww, I, every time cute. I met you, I knew you had it in you. you yeah. know? Oh, so cute. He's just trying to bother us up to come and um, make sure we get complacent so he can yeah. take that spot again don't don't fall for it Toby no, you, no I'm suckling I'm a leech <laughs> I, I want to rise with you okay yeah. we can do that for you I'm trying to rise that. in the TikTok world and that's kind of your vibe at the moment well Toby's right. vibe he's well, dropped the ball a little bit Toby yeah, he's, um, the ball a bit. he's on thin ice as our producer is too he's um it seems like the only one that's got guaranteed a, a gig is you at the moment somehow yeah because I might be out of a job of football so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true take on podcasting full time yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Pod, like podcasting genuinely I'm trying to think of like the equivalent of yesteryear that everyone like everyone has a podcast now yeah, yeah. oh what like, was the thing before that yeah Bebo? what was the thing OnlyFans OnlyFans <laughs> Bebo yeah. MySpace what perhaps? about when OnlyFans said that they were no longer going to do like nude content and that <laughs> when did they say world? that was that for like um, was that just for was about 20 reasons? seconds no I think it was because like the uh, like Visa and well I don't not Visa specifically but the payment methods they were putting be. pressure on saying like we don't want to be kind of a part Associated. of this yeah, yeah. Um, but then like they realise they'll get in bank and they go oh we might to be able to uh, bypass our per recent uh, yeah. statements and uh, you guys continue on as is and uh, we get free subscriptions and we'll yeah. move on <laughs> when is it would you guys do an OnlyFans 100% <laughs> how, how honestly how yeah. much a year each would you have to earn from OnlyFans to say I oh, will do that and like you can doesn't mean you necessarily have to be on there nude the whole time but you've yeah. got to do I guess risky stuff 100k <laughs> It's not high enough for me. Hey. In Sydney, 100k. Oh, Sydney, like, get your body done. Half a, well, half so a you're, not, you're not paying for it anymore because you can't be a footy. Okay, okay, sorry. So, like, what's done. it worth to you have to have your public image defamed? Well, it depends what I'm doing after footy. If like I'm doing stuff, that's well, like not really. What do you want to do after football? Because once you do the OnlyFans, that's not going to happen. Well, okay. if it's in public space. Let me rephrase the okay. answer. So, if I'm doing nothing <laughs> because of it, no, no, no. Before, like after footy's done, I'm on Centrelink. I got nothing going for me at all. Then I'm doing OnlyFans, yes. But if I've got shit going on and I'm, um, I don't know, I'm a famous podcaster like I am now, yeah. then... <laughs> <laughs> and professional Derek. Do you yeah, reckon yeah. there's any chick, any dude that's ever got a chick by saying, and like, I'm a famous podcaster? Well, didn't you do that with yeah. your missus? <laughs> <laughs> I'd do a lot more than that to get her. A lot more than that to get her. What do you yourself? <laughs> funny enough, I'm actually well, top 3,000 podcasters. <laughs> um, I don't want to brag or anything, but yeah, I've just started. Yeah. It's because so, like, podcasting is not sexy. Nah, not yet. Like, if you said... Well, we're trying. That's I, I honestly, I'm going to go as far to say is banking is sexier than podcasting. Like if it, if you went up to a chick and said, I'm in banking, I work at CBA or whatever, that's sexier than I'm podcasting. Yeah, because they also see the dollar signs that are associated with the banking world. Oh, so yeah. like we could dress up the figures, you know. Mm. Not Watch. sure how. Oh, yeah. 
talk about revenue, which was how much how we get movies for our podcast. Negative. Yeah, yeah no, it's a growth industry. Look, we're taking a chance. You know, it's a, a loss leader. Yeah, that's what they call it, a loss leader. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you have that that um, that uh, what's it called? The bank now to be like, you know, you're totally second podcast in Australia. So but, now you can maybe you can throw out some figures. I'm guessing the bankers will be look very jealous of the income that Bloke in a Bar now well is creating. Mate. Still just a battling startup, mate. Just Aussie battler. Just a battler out from Mudgeroo on the Goldie, just doing me best. And I, I look up sometimes and I'm blinded by the light. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, let's get, let's get into the, the battler. Where did the battler start out? You know your story. What's uh, where did Den and Kem come from? What's um, what's going on in your world, mate? Well, come from my dad's balls. Yeah. Um, did you? Same. Really? Well, I didn't meet him, but yeah. 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 Well, okay. Now we're in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's well, a great guy. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to see you weren't wasted on the chest, man. It's good to see you here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wasted on the chest. <laughs> 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 That's a risk game I like that. Uh, no, I'm from uh, Gold Coast, Mudrabar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Born and raised uh, Mudrabar. And yeah, just grew up. I, I grew up like basically the internet, what, come out uh, late. 1990 so it would have been i think it's 94 when it came out but when it was like accessible to the public i think it's around like 98 maybe maybe a little bit earlier i'm not sure and ever since then like my day or week consisted of like sport computers so like in regards to playing video games and sport were you age of of empires man loved age of empires how good was age of empires bro especially number two and the like just the the amount of hours I used to go to my friend's house because we couldn't afford a, a computer that like played Age of Empires, and yeah. he was. It's so funny, like back in the day when your friends you thought were really rich, they weren't. They were just comfortable. You just didn't. You were just poor. Yeah, <laughs> well, not poor. Like, <laughs> you just you weren't, just weren't as comfortable. Weren't, yeah, 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 less comfortable. Less comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Get I used to go to his house and he had a good PC, and I honestly would sit there for like eight hours a day watching him play, and that would like oh, I'd no, be that would stimulate you enough, and I would love it enough. Like I'd be like, this is worth it. This is totally worth this it. This guy's make. He's made it. Yeah, well, yeah. This is living. I used to be so he was like my best mate. I'd be so jealous of like all the like the nice house. Mm. You always have the new computer, mm. and you're like when you look back on it now, you're like, you know what? I actually don't mind that I had to battle a little bit. Hundred yeah. percent. It creates you know the version of you who are today. You know, it makes you appreciate it. Chase I think those, so. Um, maybe mm. chase a bit harder or push a bit more. Mm. So, so you were a full like computer nerd growing up. Is the same mate, I you had no friends at one point. <laughs> well, that's still the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but now you're the top looking down you were before yeah. you were well, yeah, well now yeah. I can be arrogant to people whereas yeah. like before, before I had to pretend to be nice yeah. to like get what I wanted like yeah. a true yeah, like sociopath else, like yeah. completely expedient relationships and yeah, just, yeah, yeah just and then crawling like, your way to the top and now you just always treating down. people below me poorly yeah and treating people above me well yeah. now I can so just, just like say, the Sydney lifestyle pretty much pretty much how yeah, everyone in Sydney copy. rolls around yeah. um, mate that is honestly one of my pet hates though yeah I how much does it sting you when you've got either a friend or, or whatever and you've never seen it before and you see them talk to someone that's like clearly in air quotations beneath them yeah like shit rude it is disgusting like yeah. it makes like me furious when you see players or people like treat like not saying they're beneath or below like waitress like server staff you know doing yep. the job just serving people like you know like the old rude yeah come get this no yep. eye contact like, oh, I've seen you before in. a couple of times getting dinner with you and you click people no, I've seen that a couple of times I can babe, see you as a clicker babe, babe. don't make up oh, I can see you as a clicker you, and you know what else I can see you as like an arrogant to the fringes that are coming through you know what <laughs> you yeah. know you're what? not me you're yeah. not me don't tackle me mate, don't touch me I, I actually I loathe that I have a uh, oh, sorry categorically me. deny that you <laughs> that's not true at all yeah okay. look, I, I don't know I um Treat everyone with respect, and, I, and I'm me with everyone. That's not what I've heard. I've yeah. heard you're the most disrespectful bloke Man, in I've the game. I've heard you're yeah. in bed with the mole and Danny Wildlife. <laughs> so that's why we're going to be a bit 
A bit, uh, you know, put up a bit of shop here, a bit of a front, a bit of a shield. I'm not going to give up too, informa- too much information because I don't want to go into the wrong sources. But, like, if you want to talk on rumours, you know what? Like, that's why you don't believe rumours. You don't trade in rumours. So, like, oh, okay. I, know, I know deep down you're a nice guy, so I uh, expect that rumour to be quashed. <laughs> and I... Um, <laughs> Quash it. That's how Quash you start a rise in the ranks. I heard, you know, like, you know, sell, selling rumours, getting information, all this, you know. But, you know, I don't believe it. I don't believe what you hear. I appreciate that you don't believe it. Yeah, but, but I was I know for into a fact, Toby throws money on the ground for the waitresses to pick up as a tip. Yeah, well, they should get it. Anyway, um, so computer nerd into football, as in soccer nerd, uh, growing up. Yeah, so basically, oh, nerd. also <laughs> yeah. athletic nerd. Whatever I did, I was a nerd. You're a nerd. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, no, no respect, nerd. wasn't cool. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, basically, initially it was soccer and athletics. So I had gone to like state for running and all that kind of stuff, nationals. 246A, is it? Yeah, well, actually, one year I won the 100, 200, 400, 800 cross country for Queensland. Heavy brag, yep. Key Massive. Well done, man. Like, it's not that a brag. A... Like, I'm just going to brag. Were you, just, were you throwing your dick around in the change rooms like, fucking get behind me because you're There's always There's not much there. to throw around, I'll be honest. <laughs> 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 not much. Big, big first, like, big first, dick second. Well, you know what's actually funny? They did a study and you know the uh, <laughs> the... The, well, the idea that if you've got big feet and hands, you have... I didn't, well, even, need to finish it. I didn't yeah. even need to finish it because you know what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. They did a study and they actually said the only body part that increases the likelihood of a large, you know what, Penis. is the beak. It's not the feet. It's not the hands. Now, obviously, the, the stats are wrong for me. I've yeah, fallen yeah, yeah, yeah. minority. Unfortunately, you didn't fall under that. You're yeah. the outlier. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm the outlier. And yeah. so that hurts. It's uh, traumatic, but... I do celebrate for my fellow beaks out there. <laughs> From the outline, maybe that was all pushed into the outline sense of, you know, rugby league podcasts and that, the success that followed that. Maybe you never know. The trauma pushed me towards yeah, that. The small dick, big beak, like you were. Small dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that should be your new, not bloke in a bar, small dick, big beak. Beer. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Can I, I prove it? Like we can, you know, you can prove it if you want. Trust me, it's something you don't need to see tonight. We'll show off camera. Yeah. I'll see it off camera anyway. Um, so 18 years old, obviously, soccer nerd, athletic nerd, computer nerd. Um, hadn't played rugby league up to this point. I hadn't played oh, rugby league. No, so basically what happened was is I'd, I'd mucked around. When I was in grade six, I played with my school a few games and then got selected for South Coast um, and went to state. And then they were basically all the like, Parents there or whatever trying to get me to their club like Narang and Rabina, uh, no, Rabina, like Madrabar, Redbacks, I think they were called at the time. But I was like, no, like I'm a soccer player. So that I played that there. And actually, funnily enough, in that same team was Darius Boyd because um, really? we're from the same area, me and Darius Madrabar. Anyway, so then, yes, so basically played a few games in year six, then stopped and then was focused on soccer. And then basically from there on till year 12, year 12 was when I decided, oh, my, all my mates wanted to play rugby league you get time off school thing called confraternity one of my mates actually is like a number one broncos fan i'm mm-hmm. talking number seriously knows everything about rugby league knows everything about the broncos and he's also used to like we were friends all the way from year one to 12 but like we would constantly have punch-ons so like every yeah. few years we'd win well i mean <laughs> one's a professional athlete one's not yeah <laughs> one's a broncos fan one's actually doing it no no one's on the couch one's on the field no it, it wasn't punch-offs like that in regards to like it was, it was so young that like so bitch wrestles slaps. just bitch slaps yeah knee like, wrestles just nothing going on handbags yeah. being thrown who can get the first finger who can get the finger in the bum first we'll 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 allow it okay i'll allow it <laughs> handbags being thrown oh yeah sweet like, can have handbag. i have a handbag there you go Boom. Yeah, there you yeah, go yeah, yeah. um anyway so he, he sat me down before we were about to go. So year 11, they wanted me to go away because 
we grade one to twelve, this group of friends, we'd all stayed together. So they'd obviously seen all the stuff that I'd done athletics and all the times that we'd done HPE and that together. They could see, you know, athletically I was okay. And so year eleven, they tried to get me to go play confraternity for their year twelve team, and I lied and said that I was away uh, on like a soccer trip or something. Yeah. Anyway, it was actually on the Gold Coast, and they drove past to the grounds and caught me with my girlfriend at the time going to get some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so I got caught in the lie. No That's way. a hard one to take. Hey, so yeah. the next one, the next one came around, but this was with my grade, with my years. Mm. So like the players that are my Your mates. Yeah. And so basically what happened was I was arming and arming. I had nationals for soccer. I think it was about two weeks after confraternity. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I can't afford it for one. And I've got nationals for soccer in two weeks because that's where like all the money has gone to pay for me to go to that. Um, so the school, as I said, had seen me athletically do what I did. So the school raised money to help me go. And on top of that, so that's St. Michael's, always be grateful to St. Michael's that's for so that. Sick, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that Broncos fan though, we're sitting around at lunch. This is no GST. Like this is no word of a lie. That Broncos fan. So he has beneath you now. So you, when you moved on, he's <laughs> now not your mate anymore. That Broncos fan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the sorry, the yeah. Broncos fan. Yeah, the yeah. Broncos. The Broncos fan. Yeah. fan. Your that ex mate. My mate. Not good enough yeah. to be mates um, so he's basically, we're all sitting in a table and he goes, mate, I promise you, if you go away to confraternity, you will be scouted by the Broncos or an NRL club. Yeah. That's no GST That's at all. So much so that everyone else around the table was like, listen, man, like you're good with us, but compared to guys like, you know, Steve Michaels, Darius Boyd, the guys that are at Palm Beach, Corumba and Kira, you know, when you play against them, they're a totally different level. And then it's fair. Like they probably were. They're way bigger. I'd never even played footy. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'll go. First game we get up there, played relatively well. We're in the B-comp, by the way. We're not a okay, rugby yeah. league school. Like this is, our front row is 80 kilos. Like mm. terrible. Anyway, so get up there first. After the first game, scored a few tries. The coach comes up to me and goes, oh, would you, you know, if someone was interested, would you consider, you know, rugby league? And at the mm. time, I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, nah, not really. And so scored all these tries in the B grade, won an award player with the most potential. Broncos, Ivan Henjak was the guy, um, pulled me aside. He said, listen, and this was a time where you couldn't speak to other clubs at all if you were contracted with you know, a club. Mm. And he was like, listen, if you're with another club, I'm sorry, mate, but we'd love you to come to our... Um, like a, a camp, not the elite camp, but the camp underneath it for like development players that may be something. Mm. Yeah. Long story short, I just, system. I ignored it. So I, cause I was crook on the last day of confraternity. So I got home, let it go for a few weeks, went to nationals for soccer, come back. And then I told my parents, oh, by the way, uh, Broncos have given me this war. They want me to go to this camp. And my dad was like, we don't know what even that is. So he called Broncos, got through to Wayne Bennett somehow and was <laughs> like, my son plays soccer. He doesn't know what camps of this or that he has got no club footy whatever and so when they found about that they're like oh we want him to come to our elite camp which was way earlier than the probables camps which was like at the end of the year anyway went to that camp seemed to impress they offered me a contract with the under 19s Broncos side um in the meanwhile of all this AFL found out of a kid that could play multiple sports they tried to get Brisbane Lions sat me down so they trained me personally to get me to the draft and, um <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Man, man. I, yeah. Well, athletically, I was okay. That that was it was pure like wasn't that they'd seen anything anyway. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I chose rugby league because obviously it's the Brisbane Broncos at that, at that time. They were the biggest sporting brand in the country. I'm yeah. not sure if they still are, but at that time they were bigger than any AFL. Like they were. This, 
They're massive. They're bigger than they're any in our Yeah, like huge. Top two or three biggest um, and also, I had a really good me- only one memory with my dad. Literally, only one memory, and it was a sitting at like a sitting like at the the knee of this a chair like this of him watching the Broncos and Steve Renoff play, and he's a mad Broncos fan. My dad was, whereas my father, he was an AFL fan, so he wanted me to go AFL. But my grandfather was a mad leaguey, but he actually passed away before I debuted. But um, yeah, and then I just went, you know what? And at, at this stage as well, my brother was over in England playing soccer and he was with, uh, off, got offered a contract with Norwich. Mm-hmm. So the plan was for me to go over to England for soccer and do and just follow him, get, you know, Norwich is, I think they're in, they may be in the Premier League, if not, they're just underneath at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he came home because he got homesick. And so basically I was like, well, you know, if my brother's not over there, I don't want to go over there. Like, I want to be with... If he's got homesick, I'll get homesick. Made the choice And so that made the choice easier than going That's in. That's a crazy, crazy yeah. turn of events. Is it um? Is it safe to say that you were like the Joseph Swaliti of <laughs> the past? Yeah, well, I mean, you had all these... Like, I think he and... he or, uh, Even the Ponga. Ponga had, like, offers from everywhere. So he pretty much... You paved the way for Caitlin Ponga and Suali. They, yeah, they, well, they said thank you, yeah? Uh, can I get some money? <laughs> can I get some cash? I didn't get a million dollars out of school. Yeah, that'd um, be nice. But it, it is interesting because like the A-League, so I was with Queensland Raw. They're in the A-League now for soccer. And the A-League, if it had have gone, it, it, it's gone, it's died down a bit. But if it had gone in the direction that they, they probably could go, I may the one have that was projected. Like, they were projected big things. Yeah, big so. things. And it just never seemed to click. I don't know what it is. Like Australia just doesn't seem to get behind. You know, Actually, you know what I think it is with the A-League in Australia is like with AFL and Rugby League, you've got the best product of Rugby League and AFL in Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas with soccer, why would I watch A-League when I can watch the Premier NBL, League? Of course. You know, uh, Same Bundesliga. with the NBL, hey. Yeah. so like... So all in for the NBA and they walk back watch NBL. It's obviously not as good because the money is nowhere near it. The product's not the same. They're like, this is shit. When in actual fact, it's not. It's good quality, but it's just nowhere near the quality that we can. You're watch. just gonna you're like in England. So Spoil. when we went over in England for soccer uh, when I was 16, 15, and we played under 16. So we played under 16s, Man United, Leeds United, Scotland, and they literally their kids from grade from like eight years old, nine years old, they integrate soccer with their schooling. So they'll wake up. Oh go to training for Man United or whatever at like 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning, train. They'll go to school. Then they'll during the middle of the day, they'll train. They'll go back. Then they'll train after school. The 10-year-old kids. Like young Three as anything. Real young. I heard they got the academies that start, yeah, eight years old. It's it's really young. If you don't get in the academy at a young age, like sort of, it's, it's really almost hard. over. Yeah, like yeah. you don't get in at like eight, nine, ten. It's like before you're ten years old. You keep playing, brother, but no. Yeah. Mate, it's it's seriously like cutthroat. Yeah. And so when we played Man United Sixteens, we um, <clears throat> they were so much more skilled than us, but we were just way more aggressive. Yeah, and it just had more ticker than them. Now, obviously, and also like. To us, it's the biggest game of our lives. Mm. Whereas Man United are like, who are these randos from Australia mm. coming across <laughs> playing us? I don't care. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then started, play, started playing rugby league in 2005. Yeah. And yeah. And then you, you played for what? You went from the Broncos to the Warriors. Warriors to the Dragons? Broncos to the Warriors. Warriors back to Broncos. Broncos to Union Sevens. Sevens to the Dragons. Did you have a little stint in the Sevens? Yep. Quit footy. Broncos calling back, back up to Broncos. Oh, three Quit footy again. Broncos. Yeah. Wow. Couldn't yeah. get enough. Yeah. 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 And they brushed me a few times. So I don't know why they kept <laughs> yeah. calling me back. Yeah. It was like the ex girlfriend you want, like, oh, maybe there's another chance. We can work this out. You keep just crawling back. They yeah. missed the beak. That's what they missed. <laughs> they, missed, they, they, missed. Knew, they just didn't have a beak in the squad. What was, um, what was that like for you, sort of bouncing around from, from club to club over that period of your career? Um, to be honest, it, now, like, when it all ended, it's almost like a bit. 
you're almost a bit ashamed because you had all this talent and you should have been a 10-year player. But because of certain things, whether it was like luck with coaches, whether your own actions off the field, I think as well, because I had no, like my brothers don't play rugby league, my dad doesn't watch rugby league or play rugby league. I had no one to like kind of guide me and say, yeah. for example, any young guy, the Broncos, even if they tell you that you're third in line as a winger, if you've been playing rugby league for two years, you should not be going to New Zealand to play rugby league. Like that's insanity. You mm. don't, you barely know the game. Mm. It's a hot, totally different country, and you're expect you're going to just going to go over there and and think that you're going to kill it. And so I just didn't get the right advice from people that knew better. Yeah. Um, in saying that, like when I went over there, like my own actions off the field absolutely didn't help me. I had a terrible relationship, like an abusive relationship in regards to I got abused by a chick. Um, and so that was just like, just it was just hell. It was just hell. Like in, in regards to off-field, New Zealand as a club, the Warriors as a club, is incredible. Really mm. family, family orientated. Um, but yeah, so like when looking back on it, it, you're disappointed in yourself that you didn't deliver there on the talent that you had, whereas like a lot of other people would kill to have that talent. But I wouldn't be here right now. See, yeah, hindsight's obviously pretty beautiful, but obviously learn a few lessons and it. And it push you forward we'll put it this way if someone said alright Denon you can play 200 NRL games but you won't be where I am right now there's no way I would ch- there's no way I would add another 150 games to my career to not be to like mm. sacrifice this if you know what I'm saying yeah, it's crazy how things work out like small <clears throat> things maybe not so small but like just little movements of your like clubs and, and where you're going you can change your future so much I try to say that to people listening to podcasts all the time like yes at the end of the day it's always the player's responsibility and most players that aren't sooks will admit that they'll be like I did this wrong this wrong this wrong but people forget that like if one coach changes and he just doesn't seem to rate you as a player even though you're killing it in your, uh, uh, New South Wales Cup Queensland Cup it can derail your whole career. I mean, <clears throat> look at Cody Walker. Does his ham- hammy at Storm, mm-hmm. misses out on selection, then he waits two to three years uh, at the Rabbitohs and doesn't debut till 26. Mm-hmm. Hasn't missed a game since. <clears throat> it's unbelievable. It's a couple of those players, they come out of Canberra, like Paul Damien Vaughan. Pa- Paul Vaughan out of Canberra, left Canberra, killed yep. it, whatever it was. Damien Cook. Damien Cook. I'm telling you right now, if Dolphins didn't come to the comp, oh, yeah, Asako was, probably wouldn't be playing footy. Even though the humidity was like on the outer, hey, he wanted us. He couldn't of, get a contract. Yeah. And now and he's what, one of the best, like one of the most informing is in the comp. It's crazy. <laughs> Killing it. And so I always, I try to say that to people like, it's like anything, any normal job, some workplaces you excel in and some workplaces you don't. And it's the same with players. People, mm. A bit of a change of environment, change of coach, it's crazy how much. Um, yeah, and just belief. Yeah. Like, I think I experienced that a bit when I came to South. You know? Yeah. I probably had a bit more, I expected more myself and I had this career path that I was going to be this and this and obviously made the wrong choice off the field and mm. did myself no favours, changed clubs and I was in trouble and then you know, I got to South and Wayne believed in me and I just and a couple of players and I just went like, stop fucking around. Like, yeah, yeah. had that belief, like that genuine belief and you can feel it and it's like, man, it's time to grow up. And oh, man, I think, I'm not sure like what coaching is like today but when I was coming through, I just found it surprising that how many coaches weren't willing just to have an honest conversation and just be like, like Wayne was really good at it. You know, Ivan Henjak, for me personally, I know he didn't do too well with the senior players, but so many players, if, if, a, if the coach is just honest with you, like for example, if a coach sat me down and said, you're going really well, but I just don't rate you as a winger. Like you're a small winger. I want a big winger. I'll be like, sweet. Okay. Like, let me, mm. let me try to work out a way where either I can go to a club that does want that or like I'll increase my carries and try to get the 200 meters that you mm. want a game. 
but I'm not sure what your guys' experience has been, but there are a lot of coaches that just, they're not honest with you. They just don't tell you anything. They don't want to have that confrontational conversation. It's bizarre. Dance around it, play games or whatever. We're like, I think I'm lucky at South. We have Wayne and JD. JD's pretty honest up front and you can have the conversation. I think because it seems like on the outside looking in, Fitzy's pretty up front. Oh, mate, Fitzy's, yeah, he's gone. He just, he he knows how to deliver bad news. I've received it from him before and, mm. um, yeah, he, he's unreal. He's He, I feel like, you know, you always hear about Wayne being that people manager. Mm. I really do feel like Fitzy sort of got that down pat as well. Very much people-orientated person. And But so, have you experienced that as well? Like coaches that like, oh, they'll, the past, they'll yeah. drop you and they won't even tell you what you need to work on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you're like, what the hell? What's yeah. going on? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I was going to ask you as well now. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was in the wrong place. No. <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. Look at the, look at the <laughs> toilet. Yeah. Um, it's Toby's face. So when did the podcast start? What year did you start? Sort and of? why? Yeah, and why? And why is the question as well? What was going on? Actually, I do know the why, but I want you to tell me why. The why, well, basically, I'd quit footy. What age was this, sorry, by the way? About 26, yeah, 27. Early. We'll get 26, back to that, 20. but yeah, what Yeah. Well, I'd, uh, we, in regards to quitting footy, I was just like so dis disillusioned with it all and I, was, I had to ask myself, you know, a lot of information had come out about CT and all of that kind of... Oh, right. This is on the Your start impression. of it. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I've got to sit there and go, okay, you're 25, 26 years old. You're a small winger. You're not a big winger. You'll never be on a big contract. Very few wingers are on big contracts. Especially back then. Um, oh, mate, back yeah, then, like, yeah. you look 50 grand, like 50, 60 grand. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's great if you're going to earn that for the rest of your life, but like not, not for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. And I was like, and I had to ask myself like, what's the difference between me playing 40 NRL games and me playing 70 NRL games? It's all ego. Like mm. to be able to say, like who is going to look at me and say, oh no, you're not an NRL player because you didn't play 70 NRL games. Like mm. no one is. It's only my own ego. Yeah. But the difference is negatively, my body's more bashed up and I've spent more years not, you know, I guess becoming like building up my resume after rugby league and so mix that in with feeling disillusioned feeling like you know certain things didn't go my way i'm just like I would, i'm done like what's the point of this just getting bashed for nothing and then you uh went into the mines if I'm not so basically i'd quit yeah. footy and i basically just went and got a mature age apprenticeship um because i didn't want to do it there wasn't i wasn't passionate about it all but it was more just like as a man that's you got to go and get a job and yeah, find out what you want to do the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. And also start building so that when you do have a family, at least you've got a good foundation mm. for that family. But yeah, basically every day I'd wake up and I just hated it. Like four four thirty in the morning, getting into bed, going, "There's not a single second of this day that I enjoy." It. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, like, I know that feeling very well. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. literally. It's right, yeah. Science, yeah. I've done yeah. labour in like. Oh yeah. And it's and Often the difference. Six weeks. No, a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and the difference between. I think physical labor or, you know, working on job sites, at least on the big ones, there's no like, oh, I'm just going to chill for 20 minutes and like talk to whatever about this. Whereas in an office job, mm. the amount of times you see people like they'll send a few emails and then they'll sit there <laughs> having a yarn for yeah. whatever. Nah, on a work site, your phones aren't allowed out for one yeah. and you are working the whole time, which is fine. I don't mind that, but you've got to love what you do if you're working the whole time. Mm. For example, if I do four podcasts today, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is torture. Like mm. I love... I love it. I love mm. what I do. So, um, yeah, so I was doing that. And, and you're not ripping in. You're just sort of sitting down talking shit. It's you're just talking. It's like a joke of a job. It's yeah. not even a job. I don't describe what I do as a job. It's, mm. it's, I'm just the luckiest dude ever. And so I was going to the mines. And I was listening to a lot of Joe Rogan experiences. would have been 2013, 14. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and what I would do is I, it was really cold. So 
I would wear a beanie underneath my hard hat and have wireless <laughs> headphones on. Nice. So I would just work all day, just smashing through Joe Rogan. Yeah, nice. And I was like, day. man, you know what? Like, I wouldn't mind doing this. This is this would be cool. And and so initially, I was like, maybe I should give it a shot because if it works, great. If not, at least I get some creative outlet, like yeah, some yeah. feeling of accomplishment. Whereas, mm. like right now, I just feel like I'm in a meat grinder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, well. I'll, what I'll do is because I've always been interested in people's stories like whether it's anyone you meet like there is just a thousand branching stories from them and who they know every every emotion everything that's ever gone on in your life every huge event everyone has that of course everyone has that everyone's got a story everyone's got a story yeah. and some people like sometimes I think people forget that like yeah. they think that they're the only ones that have crazy shit happen to them they're caught up in their own world and their oh, own issues mate. that no one else understands yeah it's, it's like a million billion other people a hundred percent so Someone's basically I um I was like, okay, I'm going to interview people. And then I was like, well, then I've got to compete against every podcast in the world that does that. You know, Joe Rogan already, already does it. There's all these other podcasts that do it. It's like, what's my point of difference? Well, rugby league. No one's doing it in rugby league. No one's interviewing people in rugby league. That's my point of difference. Also, I've spent my whole life earning the right to sales as an NRL player. That's valuable. And building the connections of knowing NRL players. And so <clears throat> I went out, got all the stuff on, put it on credit card. Um, and what did you get? A couple of microphones, computer, that sort of stuff. Yeah, a couple of microphones. Uh, initially, I used like two webcams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if quality, you go back, high quality HD. Oh my god! Yeah. Like it's so blurry. Yeah, yeah. And so it was Bo Ryan was my first one, but yeah, I had two webcams like plugged into two laptops recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I went out and bought like as I said the media pop up walls that go behind the yep. guest. Yep. The reason why I did that was because I know NRL players they're lazy they're not going anywhere to do anything so i wanted to make it as frictionless as possible to get guests on did you yeah. go to them well if they wanted to like i'd hire a hotel near where they lived or really? sometimes yeah or sometimes i'd go to their lounge room i'd set it all up yeah, and into right. them and so what the beauty of that was is that people watching thought that they were coming to a studio but in reality i was going to them making it as frictionless as possible to mm. get guests on mm. um and so yes and i just told myself i'm gonna give this two years work full time do this on the side if it works if, like if my dreams are achieved how good if not at the very least I'll have let's say I had a thousand people listening in a week that's a thousand people I can advertise a sparky business to like yeah. if I'm a domestic sparky at least you know you had a crack you know you're not sitting there wondering and <clears throat> 100% 100% so yeah I did it uh, for a bit had some you know legends like for example like Anthony Mundine I think he came on my podcast like we'd never met barely spoken I messaged him on Facebook yeah. he came on the podcast I might have been like 10 episodes in no way. this is 2015 or 16 like we're talking ages ago yeah, he right. was like yep sweet and that's oh, why I like oh, I understand man. I understand Chalk is very controversial and you can disagree with some opinions he has on certain things but for a superstar of his stature to get a random message on Facebook yeah. rock up to a Cronulla hotel for a podcast no one knows what podcast is and give me his time like I'll always be grateful for that. Shout out to Chalk Minds. Anyway. Mate, I've actually oh, heard. I've actually heard he's actually assaulted. Yeah, the I've man. heard that from everyone. Yeah, like, he just personifies this like bad image, so people buy fights. Yeah, yeah, he's like yeah. the you know the Aussie Conor McGregor. He's controversial. Yeah. People, yeah. Like, I love him. I hate him. He's polarizing, and he obviously he benefited from it. Mate. Yeah, and so his episode <clears throat> went absolute bonkers. Like, was all over the news because he said he he said, bruh. I was like Thurston, but with twin turbos. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. That was in yours. That was my podcast. Pretty good, pretty good yeah. way to get on your podcast. You know someone's going to come yeah, out. Someone's yeah. going to disagree but with you. But you know what's yeah. insane? A lot of people like were like shocked by what he said. Yeah. If you go back and look at Anthony Mundine's early career, he was a career, weapon, eh? He was a weapon. Yeah, a he was. weapon. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, that went good. Uh, Freddie Fittler come on the podcast quite early on. Yeah, right. An- another guy that just I, I don't know even know how I got onto him. I can't even remember, but. This was when podcasts were just starting, so I'll always be grateful for Freddie. Like, again, a legend of our game, mm. some random 40-game no-name art. Like, yeah. And this was like years after I'd quit, so... Out of the game for a fair for, while. For a while, Let's so he come on. random messages out to people we don't think we can get. Mike Tyson? Mate, you back. would be surprised. Yeah, that's, what, was, that's all I did. That's yeah, all I did. That's mad. Um, I wish you had a dual leap pass if she's keen. Yeah, I reckon she would be. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon she would she be. Uh, I think she's a Sharks fan. Anyway, no, go on, Dan. Okay, cool. Oh, she was a Bronx fan. Is that what you heard? <laughs> well, you guys all heard wrong because you love sharks and so whatever. Yeah. Um, one of those, anyway. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. Um, so basically, yeah, then uh, like long story short, a uh, sponsor called Moneyball come on board. Yeah. And I, I still remember to this day, they offered me like a three-month deal. At this stage, like I'd never done a contract before. I didn't know anything about business. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is it. I'm doing. I still remember walking up. It's in this area, actually, just around the corner. Walking up this hill, sunny day, trees. Just signed the deal of, for three months, uh, and going. I'm quitting. Like I'm quitting. I was in my third year of my apprenticeship. Just yeah. got through the hardest year of electrical, which is like electrical apprenticeship, which is the second year. Um, and everyone's like, "No, no, just finish it, just in case." And I was like, "Nah, no way." Like first yeah. of all, like I'm an all-in kind of guy. Like I think that's always going to happen, eh? When someone like yourself. You know, you want to change something, you want to chase something you love, or your mates or people there, like, mate, don't do it. You know, just be careful. Everyone wants to like, say the best advice, and like, it's probably the hardest thing, someone like you in that position to like, nah, like, I want to do it. Yeah. What, what, like, how do you get through that? Like, well, just self belief. The way I always see it is, first of all, people try to conflate that with like when someone says oh no no finish it they go oh he, he's a hater no he's not a hater he wants the best yeah, for you he's, yeah. it's, 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 he's giving it's his a, best advice exactly it's the safest advice, advice um but the way i see it and like this sounds a bit pretentious i'm wearing a turtleneck so maybe it works um <laughs> but noticed. i've always felt like if you want to live a normal life or if you're trying to be different why would you listen to conventional wisdom yeah. you know like common you know common sense is going to make you live a common, common life. life, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's actually a lot of peace in that. Yeah. But if you're going to take advice from everyone, then like there are periods where I think there's a two different things. There's wisdom and there is advice. Like wisdom is a guy that's been there, done it, has seen it, or a girl has seen it, where sometimes people <laughs> give advice. They're, they're just repeating what they've been told by a movie, by their friends. Do they really know what they're talking about? Projecting their feelings towards the... It's just, well, well, their own limitations. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. oh, like for, I remember, this is while I was a little bit in, and I remember we there was a... He was quite high up in media, and I had a meeting with him and another guy. They'd set it up. And, sorry? <laughs> yeah, he's, I think he's Danny's name was Danny, Danny or yeah. something like Daddy. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember um, basically I said, look, I'd love to be like, my goal is for it to be like an online media network, like Fox, like Nine. He literally laughed in my face. Like, <laughs> he literally laughed in my face. Yeah. Wow, Danny Wilder laughed in your face. It's so rude. Yeah, so why rude. Why do still keep information if yeah. he laughs in your face? I don't know why we're such good mates still. Yeah, like, maybe it's that connection anyway. Um, and so, but, but that, that idea, like, yeah, okay, it sounds absurd, like to be these huge media conglomerates. It sounds absurd, but... That guy was just laughing at himself, really. His own limitations, yeah. like yeah. things, securities. His own, like look at Barstool mm. TV in America. Mm. Same, same situation to a degree. Like they, they're not as big as ESPN, but they're considered like a media massive giant. Of course. Anyway, um, so the way, yeah, the way I see this is like, if you want to live an uncommon life, you've got to be willing to do 
uncommon things. Mm. Um, I love, I that, that, love that mindset, eh? Yeah. Uh, I say it to my wife as well, like, you know, in regards to sacrifices. Like, if we want to live a life that most people don't live, we've got to be willing to do to make sacrifices that most people would be willing to make. Mm. Um, and I, I, that's, that's what I think about. Now, don't confuse that with arrogant pig-headedness of just like, oh, yeah, I'm a hero, you know. Disillusioned. And yeah, disillusioned. Of, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of nonsense like entrepreneur videos out there of like, yeah, you can be anything. Like, no, you actually can't be anything. Cultivate your own world. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, no, no, you can be smart about it. Plan it. Look at the pros. Look at the cons. How much is it going to cost you? What's the time cost? Like, There's so many different things. Like, For me personally, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, I'm in my third year of apprenticeship. I go out and I try this for a couple of years if it works. I can always just come back and finish the apprenticeship. Like, what have I really lost other than a couple of years? Mm. Like, in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing in your life. Um, and I guess that's what you get to ask yourself. Like, what are you really losing by having a crack at whatever it is? Mm. Uh, but also, you've got to be honest with yourself. Like, if you've been doing it, for, like, if I did the locker room for two to three years and no one was interested, I'd have to say, look, I'm clearly, this is just not my thing. Mm. This is not my thing. I'm, I'm destined for something else. So, that's, that's the way I look at it anyway. Yeah, wow. It's deep thinking for a 27 or 28 year old. Yeah, That's well, awesome. I am a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Start off nerdy, so man, lots maybe. of thinking going on there. Yeah, lots yeah. of thinking. Sometimes bad thinking. Sometimes I was actually a nerd in high school. I was uh, refer referred to as Dorcasaurus. You know, Dorcasaurus. Yeah, in my early years. Yeah, I was. Um, I've second. seen photos. Yeah, yeah we'll bad. get some of them out there. Yeah, yeah. people listening, we will plant a picture. He was um, not, not, not not this uh, macho man that pretend he pretends to be today. This is all a front. This is all a front to hide the pain. Surprising. From, we got um, off the plane. We got off the plane in Adelaide, and we had a beautiful woman come up to him and say, "You are gorgeous." That yeah, literally happened. That yeah. did happen. Yeah. Wow. What happened with that? Um, Denon got scared and pulled herself into the taxi <laughs> rank because she was walking to the Uber rank. <laughs> he's like, "Bro, let's go." Now, when, he's, when, he, when he says "beautiful, gorgeous woman," he may be over exaggerating a touch, <laughs> and she may have been inebriated. Adela she may Adela have been Adelaide Nine, Sydney Five. Um, I'm going to say just a general one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not measuring women by points, guys. I'm a, I'm a, a new age man. Yeah, yeah. So you do well, wouldn't, you, wouldn't want to do that. You do seem to be very scared of, of, of making these mistakes. With like, oh, can we, can we say handbags? Can we <laughs> so, look, it's okay. He's in the media now. He's, like, he's got to be right. careful with what he puts out and there. And this is the biggest media conglomerate Biggest yeah. podcast in Australia. Yeah. That is shout out to true. our shout out to our millions of fans. Man, we love new age men. We love each of you. New age man. I'm a new age man. That um that was a weird experience. Though. That was very strange. <laughs> that was so weird. Her, it's, so it was herself and a guy. Both of them were drunk. Both, no, both came. We, we weren't sure if he, if they were together. Were we? Well, they were walking together. They were walking together. So you were getting yeah. dragged into a swinging situation. Mate. You let that go, mate. That's what I said to you. No, I pulled him away. I was yeah. like, "Let's go to get it cool," because we were all going to get an Uber. And she's like, "What are you doing tonight? Let's, let's go, let's out. go catch up." Yeah, yeah. Your beak isn't that big. Like, you're hot. <laughs> 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 what are you laughing for? She said that. No, I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's true. It's funny. <laughs> it sounds funny. You laughed way too hard at that. Bro, I like true humor. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Obviously, trigger that emotional response. Sorry, we can't all be hot, bro. Jeez, me and you are hot. We had a chick in Adelaide look at both of us and go, "Yeah, I want a piece of that." we jump into our swinging situation. But that was, mate, that was coming get weird. That was so. That was our introduction to Adelaide. Yeah, it's not a bad start. Bit of pump the chest up a little bit, getting the Uber like this. They were quite inebriated, and what I didn't get is like, why were they? They had bags, like as literally bags going on holidays. Yeah, so they got off a plane. And also her teeth were black. Yes, that, that was true. really scary. Yeah, so you reckon those yeah. ate, yeah. yeah. ate some sort of stew or not? They had Mate, like, they had I don't know brush. if it was like red wine. Maybe she was teeth whitening. Mm. Charcoal. 
Oh, maybe she was eating shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very possible. You well, never know. Yeah, it's very possible. And um, the dude, the dude with her was also rough as guts. So I thought, I thought that like she just sort of come into this circle and he was just sort of entertaining. No, he was, he was with her. <laughs> okay, he was with her and he was drunk as anything too. And well, rough look, too. Adelaide guy, Adelaide girl. If you listen to this podcast, we'd love to hear from you. And, and sounds and, like you guys missed out on a wacky afternoon. Well, that's what I was sort of saying to Devin, but. Was interested. He's obviously taken. You're obviously scared. Not so. scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're as hot as me, you're taken already. Yeah. <sighs> obviously, the, 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 good one, the good ones are taken much, yeah. you know, much far. Yeah, I'm trying to say it made no sense, but I that's right. Dyslexic fit. That's all right. Um, during, <laughs> the, during the podcast, during the the times, was Anthony Mundine like? Was it the sort of the first time when you were like, I've got something here, or was it a certain podcast? Was it a certain point in time, or was it just a slow burn? Up and down. What was it? Um, sort of oh man, what was the hardest period for you? It's, I try to, the, the hardest period, oh man, the hardest period was when, so basically, we, oh, so there came a time where I had a sponsor and that sponsor changed hands and changed bit like people. And then all of a sudden they were like, nah, not interested in, you know, fulfilling this contract Same or whatever. coach before. And they so basically we had a contract there for them to pay sponsorship and they just stopped. Oh, wow. And wow. so, um, Anyway, that that was really tough times because it's like, oh man, like I'm probably gonna have to go back and and then I also was trying to run a bar for my brother and that was tough because we're trying to turn things around. I'd just come in to to help with that, uh, but that, that was a really tough. But I, the thing is, I never wavered in my regards to. I always knew that podcasting was a future, and I always knew that if you just stuck at it, that eventually it'll become mainstream. And I don't even think it's mainstream yet. Like, you know, no, people think it is, but there's there's a large, like a huge, quiet majority that still, like for example, media spend is still like eighty five to ninety percent on radio and TV. Yeah, when I media know. spend changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, is, is he in the in the game? Uh, he's not in our game. He's just been fired, actually. So okay. speak up, speak up. You're raising your hand. The we'll... reason why all of that spend is being done is because they have the biggest sales force. Sales yeah. force. Yeah. So if there's a podcast sales force, then you'll see that money move in a podcast. Yeah, and I think as well that the people that run the big media agencies have close relationships with the people of the mainstream. Huge networks. So there is this idea of like, we're trying to, the mainstream media is trying to protect their yeah. the monopoly to a degree. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting to see a shift though because some of that mainstream media is just propaganda and hate well, art and like fear mongering. Like it's just. I'll tell you one thing as well. There is no kid these days watching TV anymore. Everyone's streaming. Everyone's listening. I don't to watch TV. Why would you? I don't watch TV either. Mm -hmm. So like, is fear mongering and, and like and it's been proven to be shit like it's yeah, nonsense yeah. they're all just spreading the same fake messages especially yeah. after the covid situation like just constant lots of distrust yeah mm. yeah media distrust is at an all-time high oh we're getting deep now yeah this is not a lake i'm willing to jump into okay no, not like us factual podcasters you know, <laughs> trying to spit god's word throughout, yeah, the, throughout yeah. the world to be honest i think it's like anything like th these big media organizations are made up of human beings that are just trying to do their job and then there are some people that don't do their job there's always yeah. bad eggs in it always yeah. starts from the top so you're saying 
it starts at the evil people at the top <laughs> with all the money yeah. trickling down the messages to just line their own pockets. Yeah. So you're pretty much having to go at Murdoch. What do you want to say? <laughs> what do you want to say? What's Look, I'm do not, not, do not, I'm not willing to say anything. No, do not throw stones <laughs> at, at the Messiah. Um, no, but it, it is, I do think it's good that you know, there's multiple ways to consume your media now. Mm. And you got choices. Age, but it yeah. is, it's, it's very weird. I think media literacy is, is something that should be taught in schools these days because because it has op- the internet has opened us up to all information, it's very hard to know what's real and what's not real. Like, you know, it's, you can't say mainstream media is always wrong, but you can't say they're always right either. Yeah. And you can't say podcasting is or, you know, it's alternative ours. media is always wrong mm. and always right. You know, it's hard to... You can't bet. always believe what you hear. Maybe that's when the rumor about me started circulating and then you should have been able to determine that was un- untrue. It's not a rumor, but it's a rumor. I've, you're I'm, spreading it, obviously. Yeah, well, I was, what rumor is this? I the, can't remember. What you're was a ship bloke. Oh, yeah, clicking and... Um, is it a rumor that you're talking, ship bloke? Talking, talking down fact. to the Yeah, rumor. Truma. I'd consider it a fact, to be honest. Truma fact, same. I'm dyslexic. I don't remember names that well, if that's oh, what you mean. Oh, you know? fuck, crime your river. Yeah, Are you really context. dyslexic, though? Yeah, actually. Oh, okay, sorry. But yeah. no, there, still, you still still, there you go, there you go. You feel bad, do you? No, yeah, no, I was there. joking. That was a joke. <laughs> you are, are you really dyslexic? Dyslexic? I'm dyslexic. Yeah, I'm okay, dyslexic. Well, I'm a disadvantage. Well, I apologize. I'm not crying. I'm smiling. Yeah, I know, but you're so dyslexic. Like, yeah, so what? We're all, I mean, you're smiling about no it. Like, no one's perfect. Exactly. Because <laughs> right. I'm here, I'm doing my best. I'm having a crack. Shut Nothing's going to hold me down. No limitations. Do your best for what you got. Otherwise, you figure out a way to do it. Dennis. What have you got? <laughs> Dennis. 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 Mr. Camp. <laughs> so, bloke in a bar. Bloke in a bar. So, Where did that name come from? Were you sitting in a bar one day? No, no. Bloke I, in the, bar. The, the name came from, so Shandor Earl reached out to me years and years ago. He's like, mate, love what you're doing. I'd he's love a legend. Oh, legend. And he's also a fuckwit because he's so hot. He's yeah, a great sort. Nailed it. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? He's too good. Fuck yeah. that guy. It's got to be some issues. It has to be. It can't be that perfect. He can't be. He's intelligent. Mm. He's successful. Driven. And he's hot as anything. Yeah. His fashion sense. It's got to be something. He's, like, something. he's at that stage where, like, he knows he's that good looking. He can just wear whatever, and it just make, might make sense. Yeah. He's wearing a fur coat the other day, like a purple fur coat. And it probably looked mad. Yeah, and <laughs> honestly, it did. And I was just like, you know, it shouldn't look good, but, but it, does. it does look good. So fuck Mate. you, Shandoyle. Shandoyle. Anyway, he reached out. He said, "Oh, I love what you're doing. Love to do something with you." And at that stage, I was like, "Look, I don't know if I'm confident in like talking about rugby league. I don't want to bag the boys. I don't know if I'm." I guess skilled enough to critique the players without being a dick about you it. Pass that message on an error three sixty. Maybe send them a letter. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Um, and so I, I was like thinking about it. I was like, look, how about I make a show for you? I'll edit everything, give you the equipment. You just talk about footy. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sweet. And then yeah, I was just thinking about names for the show. Like, what should we call it? What should we call it? And honestly, I was like lying in bed halfway between sleep and wakeness, and the bloke in a bar just like came it just. I don't know, Boom. just out of nowhere, just hit me. And I was like, oh, that's Epiphany. perfect. That's yeah, right. perfect. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, that's how the name came about. So that, that's that's where it started. So, And you've obviously grown the business massively since then. So what's what's Denon's five-year plan from here? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see the business going in five years? Oh, man, well, I hope we're one of the biggest beers in the country. That's yep. my hope. Yep. Um, in regards to podcasting, I hope we're the number one footy show regard, like not just number Behind one sports us. podcast. Behind us. Behind you, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, um, aim like realistically. We're not, switch on. We're talking about yeah, being disillusioned. Yeah. Apologies. I, I, was, I didn't know that you were just sport. I thought you were just number one podcast yeah, series true, like true. Across, the, across the board. We are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and my hope is to be the number one rugby league show. Uh, that's in, on podcast. And then network? from there, potentially push out into like a, a network. Fox Sports type gig. Maybe it again. I would go more the route of setting up podcasts um, 
like rather than like a 24-hour news cycle kind of thing, it would be more like, okay, well, we've got our rugby league podcast. Maybe we do some uh, MMA podcasts and boxing ones. AFL maybe down the line. Again, that, that, that'd be tough because obviously the crossover's not there. Mm. Uh, but at this stage, I, I think that, you know, if you've got something good, don't be distracted by, you know, spreading yourself thin and going, oh, all right, we're killing it in the league. What's Let's next? do boxing. Let's do MMA. I sometimes think you've got to focus in on and just make sure that, like, you know, when Loken a Bar podcast, not even close to where it can be in long term. Like, I think only a couple of weeks ago, we had a record episode. I think we had like about 56,000 downloads wow. and 35,000 views on YouTube. So about 90,000 in total for one episode. That's like half hours. That? That's that? crazy. Um, that was just a review. Really? Is, our reviews is our biggest show. Monday, our Monday review of us talking about rugby league is our biggest show. Wow. And we get anywhere from forty to 50,000 downloads and twenty five to 30,000 views on YouTube. So you're looking at about sixty to 70,000 downloads per episode. Um, and But my hope is long term is like, can we get it up to 150,000 mm, you know, people listening kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, I think the first month of the year, we had uh, 500 or half a million unique listeners for the month as well. So that's an important start. How, how did you start growing? Like our fill-in producer, because we're trying to find another one. Yeah. And it hasn't exactly hit the mark. So we're just trying to, we're trying to learn. Like, you know, you're still, you're, you're a really big podcast. You know, how, how did you start growing? And what, Mate, what did you consistency. Yeah, consistency. Yeah, I've had it before. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. Like, and putting out a lot of content. That's what it is. It's on, we need honestly, to hang out more and like do funny shit together like we used to. Yeah, I know. But now we're living on the other sides of the world. You're so far from me. You're so far from me. And I don't like you as much anymore. Okay, well, we should have done, we should have done the podcast years ago when uh, we were friends. But now we're here now. We get to figure it out. We're just associates now. Yeah. <laughs> we could Colleagues. do Zoom stuff together like on the FaceTime. Like, how are you doing? I'm on a rock no, 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 no. I don't. <laughs> no. Seeing you one, twice a week is enough. Um, <laughs> So far way too much. Far way, yeah, way yeah. too much. Anyway, back to our guest. Yeah, no, I do so actually. Talk to no, I recall actually we had a really good chat in Adelaide about in the um, cab, in the cab after the experience. Not the Uber, not the Without Uber the cab. The cab. Uh, you were talking about. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but how the NRL you think might have been a bit short-sighted in the fact that they signed that that media that big you know uh, media deal. You think they should sort of do their own? Oh, well, or something? I think like I long this is a really term, good idea. Well, I just think that long term, and it, look, this takes money. It's always so easy to talk about spending someone else's money. Yeah. But I would love for the NRL to be able to build out their own content uh, and also create a situation where you, you could subscribe to it, the NRL's app and watch the footy straight from there. Mm. Now, that costs a lot of money to produce. So that would mean that they would film the games they would pay for real, like instead of Fox Sports and instead nine of that, yeah. you would have NRL down there doing it all. I think the NFL does it and then they just sell the product onwards. Mm. Now, wow. if, if you could somehow create an environment where you could make it so people can subscribe to the NRL's app or whatever it is to watch rugby league. Streaming service, yeah. Streaming service. Then in 10 to 20 years, you're in a much stronger position because you can say, well, we have this huge stream of revenue we don't have to be beholden to the networks. And then the networks have to, I guess, offer more to get rights to the, the game because the NRL can say, well, we own Woe to Go, A to B. We, you can, we film all the stuff. You watch all the stuff on our app. Now, rugby league should always be on free to air. So there's always a space for that and there always should be a space for that. But it just puts you... like The reason why the AFL are in such a better position than us is because they own Marvel Stadium and it's worth like a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. So if the uh, Fox or Nine ever come to them and say, we're going to lowball you, they can say, fine. We're, what we'll do is in the while we find a deal with another network, mm -hmm. we'll just take a loan from 
we'll take a loan line of credit on our um, yeah line of credit from the fact that we have a billion dollar asset, and so the game will be fine. Whereas NRL are in a situation at the moment where they're beholden to the networks. We have no assets, no fallback plan. We almost to a degree have to fall back on whatever they offer now, or we just have. The only other fallback is we might go to Channel 10, we might go to Channel 7, uh, whereas AFL have the fallback of, no, we could fund this game until we find the right deal. Yeah. And that's why they, I think they get about $100 million more a year on their deal that's than huge, we eh? deal. That's that crazy. is yeah. humongous. Even though rugby league is uh, the most watched sport in the country without even including origin. That's not though. That's crazy. Is that um? Does that include cricket as well? I thought cricket was the no. Nah, it wouldn't no. be anyway. It's, a, it's number one. Number one last year was the number one watch sport in the country, rugby wow. league. Now, to be fair, it's AFL. AFL is more of a a game you want to watch live. Mm. Their fans, they're like yeah. So they, it's in the culture club, to go watch the game. Hundred thousand, and it's just games. a better game to watch because it's a it's a an expansive game where you've got to watch. The whole field, like soccer, whereas league, you only need to really see where the ball is, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's actually better to watch it on TV. Yeah. So, we've got this great TV product. We we have the most views. The networks actually make no. I don't think they make any money off the AFL having packed stadiums. Mm. So the fact that they have a hundred million dollars more on their deal is pretty crazy. Now I, I think our rights deal comes up 2025, maybe or 26, 27, and also the context of when they signed it. It was in the middle of COVID. So you can understand why the NRL are like, you know, let's just we'll be safe here, yeah. lock money. it down, we need the money. But I'd love the game. I'd love NRL to get in a position where we have an asset where we're a bit stronger at the negotiation table. I, um, I think they're working on that, aren't they? That's I don't crazy know. idea. That'd be a great idea. I love the idea. I was going to be saying, hearing that, I was like, wow, I don't even thought about it from that point of view. It's very smart. And you, um, get, him on the, get him on the committee. Well, you obviously didn't look that smart, so I was just surprised <laughs> that you said something so smart. Um, well, how can a guy this hot be this smart? I don't know, yeah, man. You can't have it all, unless you're Channel Earl. Den and Earl? Yeah. Den and Earl, yeah. Den and Wildlife? Anyway, <laughs> look, um, wrapping up here, but um, the question that we're asking every guest, we're starting to anyway, is uh, what was the one point in your life, obviously this podcast is called Stuck in the Middle, um, was there a point in your life where you felt stuck in between a rock and a hard place, stuck in the middle of, a, of two tough choices, you know, um, Anything along those lines, whether it was footy, the podcast, life in general. Mm. I think maybe even the pub before you were saying was mm. could be that. Yeah, the pub was definitely the hardest position in my life in regards to making decisions because, you know, a lot of people would have maybe walked away from the situation and said, like, it's done, it's not working. Uh, but I just always had a belief that if you just keep turning up, it'll turn around, it'll turn around. Mm -hmm. And that's the same with the podcast. Like you just keep putting out content, keep putting out content. Now, I mean, look, we're in 2023. I think I started in 2015. So a lot of people see the last couple of years and they go, well, you know, oh, wow, this is, you know, yeah. this has come out of, you know, nowhere, yeah, nowhere. Yeah, but it's yeah. been going on for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so whenever I'm, you know, making it, there's a, a tough period or stuck in the middle or whatever, I just always say to myself, all you got to do is just turn up one more day than the other bloke and you win. So... That's really good advice. That's, that's outstanding. That's our best answer so far. They gave me a business hard on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> business stiffy. Yeah, business You got a business stiffy? I, I do. Prove it. I do. Uh, after with the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Denon, thank you very much for coming on Stuck in the Middle. Really Thanks, appreciate your time and your and your advice and your wisdom. Hey, we've got a few qu fan questions. Oh, we've got fan questions. Oh, yes. Yes. stop it. Yes. Liam Nicholas has asked us, would you rather speak every language fluently or play every instrument perfectly? Oh, I'm going every language, bro. I'm going every instrument. I'm why? 
Well, think about okay, like yeah, I'm going lo- a lovely lady comes back and you get on and playing a bit of boat Beethoven or something like that. Mm. That's game over, baby. Whereas like speaking a bit of French, like eh. every English, every language, perfectly. So you can go. Yeah, China. but like she'd be like, that's a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> you're afraid. Yeah, like, like, what, do you think being able to know how to play every instrument is sweet? It's, nah, it's, it's beautiful. Attractive. You're yeah. creating art. Um, I would imagine like just being able to get, pick up a guitar and just go. Yeah, yeah actually, the piano would be mad. You know, what's your favorite song? Funny you say that I've got a guitar with me And we're in the middle of a restaurant Funny enough (laughs) You start staring at anyone At any time Uh, I've got a couple more Got time for a couple more Dan Do we have time for a couple more A couple more Alright what have we got Liam anything else (laughs) There's one that I cannot ask Oh, is it the um the mum one? Mum dad one? <laughs> yeah. Well, ask off there. That one's crook. That one's crook, guys. I've, I've, yeah. That's uh, weird that your audience would be crook. That's it's weird. strange, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't really understand that. Would you? Yeah, Lockie Hannigan. Maybe just um just look, relax, look, yourself, look yourself in the <laughs> 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 look yourself in the mirror, bro. Take your foot off the gas. <laughs> we appreciate your support. <laughs> just calm it down. <laughs> Maybe just have some more conversations with other people and figure out that's not okay. Touch a bit of grass. <laughs> touch a bit of grass. Touch a bit of grass. Yeah, touch yeah. a bit of grass. Breathe a bit of air. Yeah. Play some mindfulness. Yeah. Talk to your parents and ask what happened. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Appreciate you though, brother. Probably just uh, yeah, dial it back. Yeah. All right. Well, um, on that note, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, and uh, everyone here loves you. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much. Thank you. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast was made by Afternoon Sport Group.